Bruce, you part down, and George, you part down. You're not the boss. Yeah, ha. I can still tell you to pipe down. I don't need to be the boss for that. Just say please. You're not my dad. Please. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Daft Pot. Ah. Oh, no, there's no Wednesday in there. <laughs> there was no Wednesday on my script. So I just. I, so I yeah, was no, reading the word podcast. Wednesday, sometimes you don't. Yeah, I, I should say Wednesday. Yeah, it's proper fucking annoying when you don't. Prick. Hello and welcome to the. <laughs> Sorry, straight after. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Daft Wednesday podcast with me, George, my co-writers, George. Wagwan. And Reese. Hello. And our favourite editor, Niall. All right. So, Niall, tell us about the football. Um. <sighs> Every every week I forget you're gonna ask. Me. Okay, that's not the right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, turns out changed your ringtone. <laughs> well, he can. He he left a significant gap that he could just answer the question. Okay. Um, I don't even see gap between your legs. <laughs> That's my chat, Bon. I don't really know that much about the football this week. I've really been keeping up with it. I saw on a screen earlier when I was in the pub that Liverpool's beating Genk 2-1. So, make of that what you will. Yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that later. And there's lots more football to talk about. Um... Okay, so this week, um, our main topic, uh, we're going to be building teams again, um, and we're going to be building, Yay. we're actually going to be building two teams this week, Minecraft. we're going to be building a team based purely off the north, and a team based purely, uh, built purely from players from the, the southern teams, it's based off uh, Romelu Lukaku's idea that he came up with last year, um, so we thought that'd idea? be fun to do. Pardon? What was his idea, George? I literally have a bit where I get onto that later. Brilliant. I literally have a, a, a second. I literally explain it in more detail in a minute. We also have the we also have the Sheffield Wednesday segment again this week where we look at Sheffield Wednesday. We've got a new segment uh, called Get in the Bin. Um, so we're trying that out. Then we're going to look at the weekend's results. And then we're going to look at our fantasy football league as well, because there's been some changes to that. So without any further ado, we'll get straight into the main section. So like I said, we're building two teams, North and South. It's based off Romelu Lukaku's idea when he uh, called for the Premier League to follow in a lot of American sports and how they have those sort of North versus South teams. I think they do it in the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL for those respective sports. Um, and then he effectively suggested that the fans vote for the players um, that are to be selected for each match. So in this instance, we're going to be voting for who's going to be put in the team. Yeah. Uh, we've all come up with our own lists, and I guess we're going to come up with a majority list throughout this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. We're all going to be putting up putting forwards we're all going to be putting forwards players 
to go into each of the teams. Um, we've selected the 4-3-3 as the formation that we're going to use. And um, Standard. the north-south divide that we have chosen to use uh, is based off a study by um, a professor, Danny Dawling, who uh, split the north and south up and he took into account all these cultural and economic factors. Um, we're only mentioning this because... Um, effectively places Leicester in the southern team because we think it's more southern and we have placed Wolves in the northern team despite in actual fact Leicester is more northern than Birmingham um, I don't really like the fact you said Wolves for the Birmingham team when Aston Villa is actually in Birmingham and Wolves isn't yeah but Wolves are, Wolves are further south than Aston Villa okay yeah that makes sense out of the two sorry um I mean, that's the only reason we're mentioning that. Uh, the rest of the teams are fairly explanatory. So basically, we're only going for the northern team. We're only going to be picking players from uh, Newcastle, Burnley, Everton, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City, Sheffield United, Wolves, and Aston Villa. So there's nine teams to pick from. From the south, we have eleven teams, and they're Leicester, Norwich, Watford, Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Brighton, and Bournemouth. And uh, to make sure that it's not, um, and to make sure that the North isn't just dominated by Liverpool and the Manchester clubs, and that the South isn't just dominated by um, all the London clubs, uh, we're going to make it so that we can only select two players per club. Ooh. So we have to make sure that we are picking the best players for each club. Uh, we'll be doing the North or South team. Let's start with the North team. So has anybody got any suggestions, any players that they want to throw straight into the mix? Um, Goalkeeper. For me, goalkeeper has to be Dean Henderson. Because I said Rui because, Simply because he has the joint most clean sheets in the league this season. So surely he has to become goalkeeper. I said Edison. And then Edison's not going to get yeah. him because there's better Man City players throughout the squad. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather use the Man City players elsewhere. I said, I said Allison because he's a baller. So we've all got different goalkeepers because I said Who's De Gea or De Gea or whatever his name is. De Gea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. De Gea. Right. And uh, Pickford. You got two goalkeepers in yours. Yeah, I didn't know which to choose from but evidently I've, I've done that with some ones as well so that's five different goalkeepers from us four how about we put it in a hat um, oh, one, one thing I'd say with your suggestion Reese Rallison it's a vote is that there's t- probably two better Liverpool players in different positions I wouldn't I wouldn't pick Liverpool I'd say Pickford's a good shout um, Man City yeah it's the same. It's the same thing. Pickford's a good shout. Um, I said Patricio because I don't think Wolves have that many good players, and I think he's one of the better goalkeepers, sort of outside of the top six. But then I can easily see Dean Henderson as an argument as well. So because the guys kept five clean sheets in eleven games, that's almost a clean sheet every other game. Should we say Dean know, Henderson he... then? Yeah, because in fairness to like Sheffield United, you're not going to get another. Um... Sheffield United player in the game, in, in this team. I'd happily concede to having um, uh, De Gea in there. 
Yeah, but I think there's better Man U players as well. Um, That's where we weighed it up. And Henderson's if Henderson's got season, such a good, If Henderson's got such a good record, which obviously I wasn't aware of, then I'm happy to put that there. For, because I think either could go in. I mean, to put it this way, Henderson has five clean sheets. And De Gea... De Gea has two. And surely uh, Henderson should be the standout option. Granted, okay. I know, we'll Hen- put, I know we'll Sheffield have a better defence in front of him. I say yeah. we go with Dean Henderson. Yep. Whilst we're on the topic of Man United, I put in my team Harry Maguire and Aaron Wambasaka. Okay. Um, Maguire because he's I'm... one of the best centre-backs in the league still this season. And Maguire because he's one of the... He's still they're the I think they're Man United's two standout players. He's also he's still one of the best right backs in the league. I don't really think they have any other players that sort of jump out at me, and I think they could go in the team. I think um, Liverpool and Man City have better attackers. They have better midfielders as well. So um, I agree with one of those options. I do as well. Wan Bissaka. Yeah, Ooh. that's the one I agree. Yeah. Well. So- more of a Wambasaka. Okay, so he's in, straight in. Where's he play? Right back. Right back. Right back. I thought he did. So I had Alexander Arnold, but we might need to save for Liverpool spaces. Well, for Liverpool, I had Van Dijk and Mo Salah. I, uh, <laughs> I agreed with Rondos as well. I thought about Salah. I have Van, I had Van Dijk and Mane. I've got Van Dijk and Mane. Well, we all got Van Dyke, right? Let's yeah, put Van Dyke let's put Van Dyke in there. Van Dijk so Van Dyke straight in. I don't even think we need to say. Let's, let's do the centre backs right now, <coughs> because well, obviously we all agree on Van Dyke. I feel like we'll all have different centre back choices. I I decided to go for the uh, George mindset of uh, Tarkowski. That's actually I have on my I, list. I thought about it. I about knew it. that you'd go for that. And I'm totally okay with that. Because like, my argument is the fact that obviously Burnley, on the whole, good defence. We can all agree, when you think of Burnley and their tactics, you think defence. So we can't really do a team and then not have a Burnley defender in as one of our defenders. But now for me, I have a spare United player, so I'd happily That's... put Maguire in there. My, United player, my other United player was Pogba. No, I can think of I can think of a, probably another better player than centre mid was. Who have I think McTominay? Well, currently this season that could fit. You gonna say McTominay? No. Oh really? I'm not talking about United. Oh. Okay, no, no, no. I thought, I thought that's what you meant. Is like no, no, you no, think no. you can think of a better United midfielder. See, you would say Tarkowski. Um, Brother George would say uh, Maguire. I'm now going to side with him and say Maguire as well. Nah, what would you choose? I said Keane. Okay. But that might be just because I know who he is, which means that he's not as good as him. <laughs> um, I'm happy to concede out of those three English defenders, Maguire is the better one. Yes. Maguire is then. Um... <clears throat> And then, who's got um, a left-back su- uh, suggestion? 
I would assume yes. we all might have gone for the same left back again. I think. Yeah. Does he play for Everton? Yeah. Didn't yeah. He? Okay. That's done then. So that's the back five sorted. Um, who have people and then we're got out of Man United players, right? Yes, out of Man United, we've got uh, one yeah, Liverpool, one and one Everton left. Hmm. Now you see, with my midfielders, now that Pogba's gone, I have um, four options in midfield. Were the Bruyne? Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, All right, he's Sean Longstaff. Sean Longstaff. Okay. Which is a bit controversial, but I think he has played quite well this season. Mm-hmm. Ruben Neves mm-hmm. and Jack Grealish. Okay, so I had De Bruyne. Uh, I agreed with you with Ruben Neves, um, mainly because I couldn't really think of many other decent midfielders to fill that spot um, that I hadn't. It's a Neves screaming clip here. Neves. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> CM the oh, Neves. If I... Neves! Oh, what a goal! What a goal! That is the Ruben one. Ruben Neves. And welcome to the Darth Podcast. <laughs> I had him in my fantasy last year. That is an absolute banger. Yeah, I think he scores bangers. <laughs> and um, the other player I picked was uh, McGinn. I had oh. McGinn. See, I did debate for Villa whether to go McGinn or Grealish. No, I like McGinn more than Grealish. That's a personal thing. I think McGinn scores more goals than me as well. In fairness, I'm pretty sure McGinn also has like five Man of the Match awards, Mm. which is the most this season. The left mid. So he's more of a centre mid. Centre mid slash attacking midfielder. I don't know why I got confused then, put him as fucking a forward on my one. McGinn has three goals and Jack Grealish has two. But then uh, Grealish has three assists. I mean, I'm happy to concede for McGinn. Yeah. McGinn has two assists. Yeah, yeah so I, know, I know. I think uh, something like he has. Grealish also has something like he's done like one of the highest amount of like key passes in the league this year. So and Galzi. El Ghazi has three goals and two assists as well, so they're all within that sort of same ballpark, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to concede for McGinn. So we uh, have De Bruyne, McGinn, and who's the other centre mid going to be? I also I... Oh! oh, okay. I had to Gertson. I don't think he's been good enough this season. We, month, I mean, I didn't realise that we were doing it solely off this season, but I mean, obviously, well, yeah, we have used well, a lot of we have used a lot of stats from this season to Henderson put them in again. Let Let's go with Neves. We have a bit of a we we quite like Neves. As a group, so I think I'm as happy well, to it's happen. a more balanced midfield. That was my yeah. exact midfield. Oh, there you go. Mm. Um, nice. Who do people have up so we top? St- well, we still have Plus a striker Liverpool slot and a City slot. Man City, City slot. Do I think the City slot's quite easy, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Go on. 
Go on. Is it actually? Yeah, is Sterling? it Sterling? Yeah, I think Sterling. Oh, it was him or Aguero. I've gone differently. I've gone differently as well. Is him or Aguero? I've gone Aguero. Is him or Aguero? I've gone Aguero and Richardson, and then uh, Mane as my other forward. Ooh. So I went Sterling. I went Ashley Barnes, and then Mo Salah. Actually, Bonds is a good shout, to be fair. See, I've I've gone even different to that. I've gone Mane, Aguero, and as a right winger, I've gone Adama Traore. No. <laughs> no. No, that oh, I can't oh, agree oh, with. Oh, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was very, very, uh, very conclusive. <laughs> you made, you made, you've had a few good shouts in this. I've changed my mind on some of them recently. I'm not, I'm not. Adama Traore is nowhere near. Team. <laughs> I will he's concede right. Mane instead of Salah. He's I'm happy to do that. But with my issue is he doesn't play as a right wing. He plays as, as a. He does play as a right back. wing. He plays as a, a wing, wing back. back and a right wing. Yeah, he pops up and down, doesn't he? He's not. He's not really a forward though. That's oh, where he scored about three goals in since since joining the Premier League. He scored three goals. Yeah. That's not good enough for a forward player. Is that not all of this season? He's this, a winger. This, this is this season and last season. He's a winger. He scored one goal last season. Oh, okay. So he scored two goals this season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where you think how many Sterling and have scored? I'm not going to win this battle, so... Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like a right-winged player, Richarlison and... I know Richarlison can play on the wing, but like Richarlison, Mane, Sterling... Have all has scored and assisted considerably more than Traore has. Mm. And well, Traore are, we, are, we going, are we going with Sterling and Mane then? I don't know, because I want to put Aguero down the middle. And who who's the other winger going to be? I had Richarlison. Because my thing is, I know Sterling's been amazing this season, but you can't overlook Aguero. Richarlison doesn't mean that great, has he? Um, I mean, it was all, not, it was alright last season, but 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 then obviously if we already have De Bruyne, you can't put in another City player. I think Aguero works better than Sterling, and also yeah, you can't have Aguero simply. I know I know we've been looking at like the past couple of seasons for a lot of these, but Aguero is the four five scorer of all time, isn't he? Yeah, he's the most consistent player in the Premier League. He is very consistent. But also, hasn't it? Didn't uh, aren't Real Madrid looking at signing Sterling? Like they think he's that good. Yeah, but they're, back, they're giving yeah, but... a stupid deal. They're offering Bale and seventy mil, which is stupid. yeah, I know. And you can't you can't rate <coughs> a player on the fact that Real Madrid are going in for him. They wanted um. There was rumours they were going to get Anderson last season. Yeah, but Anderson is a good player as well. Um, well, it's like Barcelona bought bloody Vermaelen. Does that make him a great player? And no, Paulinho. Power all right, so the vote the vote is pretty much this then. So Mane's in because we all pretty much said Mane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mane's, so, Mane's easy. So Mane who, and who wants Sterling? That's me, Niall. <laughs> who do you want? <laughs> you backing me up or not? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I can't really say what the difference between Aguero and Sterling is. I don't possess well, the. You uh, got to pick one. I mean, I'm not. I, I recently sold Aguero on Fantasy because he's not been getting any points. 
one thing I'll add, uh, this season, Guerrero's had 10 shots on target and 9 goals. And Sterling's only scored, I know Sterling's been amazing, but Sterling's only scored 7 goals in the league this season. Interesting. Okay. Um, sorry, George Aguero. All right, Aguero is then. So it's Aguero and Mane, and then the question is, who do you want as the other person? Because I mean, hasn't Bernard has a, had a better season than uh, Richarlison so far? No. No, he's no. he's only scored one goal, and that was against West Ham. No, Bernard scored two goals. Oh, has he? Fucking hell! But Dama Traore scored two goals, but he's not good enough for this team. I've just I've just had a look though. And Richardson also has two assists. I mean, we could still put Barnes in if you wanted. It, it's not like it doesn't have to be a four-three-three with wingers. Like they're listed as forwards, so you can put anyone in. Um, hang on, just double checking. Um, my brain tells me that we've missed someone. Let's go Lise Mousset, the Sheffield one. Oh, yeah, how yeah, yeah, I was just looking yeah, yeah. at him. He's got three yeah, goals and three really assists. Good. He scored the equaliser against West Ham. He must have scored last weekend as well. Okay. <laughs> Lise Mousset. <laughs> that was outside. out of nowhere. Can we just have that clip where George said that there wouldn't be another Sheffield United player in the team? Yeah, because in fairness to like Sheffield United, you're not going to get another um, Sheffield United player in the game, other in in this team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not my uh, finest moment. Um, all right, so that's that team sorted. I'll I'll read it all out at the end. Um, should we move on to the South team? Oh, this is going to be the controversial one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Starting from the back, considering. Considering three out of four of us support a London-based club, someone's yeah. going to get upset with some of these selections. That's yeah. True. Me, probably. Because mm-hmm. I can see where this is going already. Um, who have you got in goal? Because <laughs> if it's not Fabianski, then I'm going to I'm gonna be shocked it's, with you. It's Fabianski. I can't lie. It's Fabianski um, for me too. Or Lloris, but he's injured. Special shout out as goes to Matt so Ryan. So Fabianski, isn't he? Yeah. Special shout out as goes to Matt Ryan because he's got four uh, clean sheets this year, which is more than Fabianski. However, Fabianski got three clean sheets in eight games. Well, I think it might be in seven actually. So, okay, Fabianski. Fabianski also pops into my my team. Oh, Fabianski always Fabianski. Mhm. Well, that was easy. Who have we got in defence? Um, are we, are we going right back first, or are we doing left Maitland back first? Niles. Anybody in defence. You went Maitland-Niles. Well, that's not I went, right back. I went along the same lines, but I picked the other Arsenal fullback. Bellerin, yeah. I picked Bellerin. I haven't Bellerin picked well? Bellerin. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? No, you guys are going to think I'm really weird. I've picked Aspilicueta as a right back. <clears throat> you ah. haven't played it this season. See, I have Aspilicueta in my team, but I am at centre back. <clears throat> mm. I have a completely different right back. I've got Van Anhol. He's a left back. Uh... <clears throat> no, no, he's been playing a right back. He's, he's a left a... back. He's a left back. Oh, I have him oh, in my he... team, and I have him at left back. He's a left uh... back. 
You've well, had an I'm, absolute I'm... mare there, mate. Okay, I'm well, happy. I'm, I'm going to change so, my team ever so slightly. <laughs> I swear recently he's been playing a right back from Palace. No, he's left back. I promise you. He's got that goal against Man United from left back. And West Ham. With that uh, revelation, I will agree with that it should be Bellerin as right back. I'll, I'll, I'll go for Bellerin. You okay, and then again. what? And then we've got Van Arnhol at left back, then, have we? Is that an agreed as well? Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't go that far. He, oh, yeah. oh, this is now fucked my list. I wanted Tierney. That, that's how I had it. I had Aspilicueta as a right back, Tierney as a left back. Yeah, I had Tierney as my left back. But I can't go to Tierney because I have another Arsenal player later on. Has he actually played in the Premier League? Uh, yeah, he's got a couple of appearances. But that's that's and not he's... what we're looking at though, is it? I know, but it, it's a Premier League Southern team and... He hasn't actually played that many games this well, season. Well, no, no, no. So we didn't say he's a, he's a Premier League seven team. He's a Premier League player. a seven team. We said he's a seven team. We didn't say Premier League because in in the um, Europa League he's played really well. Yeah. And in um, did he play? He didn't play the other night in the cup, did he? Oh, you should have seen his cross for Martinelli's header. Oh God, I creamed myself. The other thing I'd add, um, um, Tierney has won more trophies. Well. Tierney won more trophies last season than Tottenham have won in their last 37 years, excluding Charity Shield wins. Jesus. Just goes to show how uh, class he is and how shit Tottenham are. Wait, I know, so how, many, how many games did he win? How many games? How many trophies did he win last year? He got the treble. <laughs> he, he, the, over the past three years, the man's got nine trophies. Which I know, I know you can put down to the level of Scottish football. Thing is, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not a better left back than Van Aanholt. I'm just saying that I would rather have Van Aanholt out of the selection because I have another Arsenal uh, player later on, and I don't yeah, think I, there's I a think, better right back. I think now I've made my point about Tierney. I, I, I had to go Van Aanholt because I do have a better Arsenal player later on. Mm-hmm. I, I think we all know who that is. It's also regrettable because Chilwell. Would have been one of my left uh, Leicester players, but I got better Leicester players further on down. Uh, so do I. Uh, so, so we conceding on. Um, no, no. Who was your left back? Uh, I wrote a couple down, but I don't think we're getting in. That's um, Alonso and Chilwell. Um, Alonso shouldn't. Well, just because he uh, killed yeah. that girl. <clears throat> wow! Just kill kills kids. <laughs> yeah, he's a murderer now. Wow. He was drunk driving. He was drunk driving. Jeez. Anyway, I don't. She was a good option. It's just the fact that I have better Leicester players later on. But she well, would be would have been very. Close. We put a centre back. I narrowed it down to two options. Um, both of these represent. Oh, oh, oh my first option yeah, is two centre backs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, my first um, option is Tamori from Chelsea. Tamori. Okay. 
he's been exceptional tomorrow. Um, well, obviously, Chelsea played really well. He was one of the players that Lampard's brought in from the academy this season. He got the England call up. He didn't. He didn't play, but he got the call up of England. And who's um, your other option? This this was the difficult one. Um, I wanted to represent the South Coast sides. Dunk. So my other two were Dunk and Ake. Oh, okay. Reese, that was my that was my original um, back two was uh, Dunk and Ake. Um, but I, after the whole changing the right back palaver, I've changed it for Dunk and Aspilicueta. That's my two centre backs. If you put an Aspilicueta in, you can't put him over Tomori. Because Tomori's played better this season than Aspilicueta has. Again, we're going to have the argument of <coughs> is it about oh, this season or is it about the player overall? That I have Aspilicueta in mine. Hmm. I had Aspilicueta and then I had uh, Vertonghen, but that's because I thought that the other positions would be taken up by different players. Yeah. But I think I, I think Dunk should definitely go in. Is then which which of the Chelsea players do you want to put in the other one? No, what what have you got? Just out of interest. Um. <coughs> Dunk, Bellerin, and. Rudiger. 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 Okay. We've all gone for different Chelsea players. Alright, so Dunk's in. Dunk's in, no questions asked. So it's whether you want Tamore, Aspilicueta, or Rudiger. Uh, I'm happy to concede with Aspilicueta. Mm. Okay. Well, cool. that's done. So what's our back five? Our back five is Fabianski, Bellerin, Aspilicueta, Dunk, and Van Arnholt. That's a West Ham player, Arsenal player, Chelsea player, Brighton player, and a Crystal Palace player. Wow, very, very diversified so far. Very diversified. Diversified. Or just diverse. That's the word I meant. <laughs> I realize, I sort of as soon as I said it. diversified, I realised it was wrong. <clears throat> Who have people got uh, in midfield? Um, I've gone for midfield three. Uh, Mount, James Madison... And and Don Okay. Interesting. I have five midfielders that uh, well, I don't know if one of them's a midfielder, but I will read them out <laughs> and see what you guys think of them all. Okay. Fraser, Madison, Sessignon, and Dombele and Anderson. Okay. Anderson's more forward. And, yeah, so yeah, but yeah, Young so is sort of a midfielder. Fraser's more of a, a more left forward mid. For this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but for this, for four three three, he'd obviously play on the wing. Could, yeah, you'd pop him on a wing. Um, I mean, so I mean, I think everybody said. I know two people said on Don Ballet. Oh, Reese, you haven't listed yours. Well, answered. No, and so, uh, Madison's come up on everyone's teams as well. So does that mean we're going Madison and on Dombele straight in? Well, I've, yeah. I've chosen Madison, um, and I I thought Kante. But you guys I have Kante. Have picked, picked Mount. Again, <clears> this <throat> season thing, I, I've always rated Kante, and Kante's been good this season as well. Um, and then I've also... <laughs> I, I've only based this off this season, but I picked Cantwell 
Um, only because he's been really, he's been quite good for Norwich, probably one of their standout players, along with Puki at the start of the season. Although Puki hasn't really done very much since there was his dizzy heights at the start of the season. But no, I liked I like Campwell, but um, I I can concede if you want to swap him with someone like Ndombele. I'm happy to go with um, Kante as well over Mount. Definitely so went Madison, Madison. Madison Kante. Dombele. On Dombele. Okay. That was fairly quick. Yeah. I was expecting more arguments. Okay. Um, moving up to the front three then. Here comes the I'm assuming that this everyone's Arsenal player, their second Arsenal player, is a Bamiyang? No, yeah. mine's Pepe. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, you know. Oh, oh, I was had a mini heart attack just then. Jesus Christ. Oh, praise the Lord. Headline tomorrow is just oh. resacked from daft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, is it so? He's a Bamiyank, everyone. Yeah, I have him. Well, he has got eight goals, um, no assists so far, and it, he, it, he did, didn't he win Player of the Month last month? Yes. Oh, baller. So yeah, it, it and he got the golden boot last season as well. Is as well he's got like fifty goals in seventy Premier League games. Uh, yeah, he's it's like some mad like that. Already, yeah, yeah, he scored his fiftieth goal against Wolves. Oh yeah, he's in some like seventy or eighty games, isn't it? He's gonna catch Harry Kane. <laughs> well, not on this list because uh, yeah, Harry Kane's not on my team. <gasps> I knew that was coming. <sighs> he didn't know that was coming. We we all knew that was coming. We all knew you were going to be there. Thank you. I mean, you can't so you can't put Harry Kane there when there's two better southern strikers. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy and Tammy Abraham have both been better. I know, obviously, Tammy yeah, Abraham is not for this. This season. isn't all based on this season. And the thing is, you only have to look at the amount of goals that Kane is scoring for England to see that it's not really him that's on the decline. It's the problem is with Tottenham. I'd still argue Vardy's better than Kane. Vardy, I mean, Vardy didn't have a debut. Kane's won two Premier League golden boots to Vardy's none. He's won, he's won a World Cup. Yeah, but this is a striker that we're talking about. He scored more goals. I have Vardy in my team as well. My front three was a Bamiyan, Kane and Vardy. But if it's going to be if it's going to be an argument between Kane and Vardy, then I'm going to I am going to argue it's Kane. How can you do a front three of Aubameyang, Vardy, Kane when neither Kane or Vardy are a winger? And you can't play Aubameyang. It's not. There's nothing like to do with wingers. It's just forwards. Center. It's just forwards. No, you have to make it a working team. Reese, you're completely impartial. It will be a working Kane team. Kane or Vardy. Um. Okay, so my my team consisted of Aubameyang, Kane, and then the other the other winger. Was a bit of a it was a difficult one. Um, I was originally thinking Zaha, um, but then I know you guys okay. would sort of kick off, and I'd rather have no, like Vardy Zaha. in the team over Zaha. Now Zaha is a winger, Vardy is a striker. But as we're going off of forwards, I'd have it Abamian Kane Vardy, so I'd, I'd have both, which is agreeing no. with um, with George. Yeah. No, who did you have? Uh, Aubameyang, Kane, 
Vardy, Pulisic, and Traore. Yeah, Pulisic was a good um, little shout. Traore. Yeah. Traore. Which Traore? I don't fucking know. You talking about Adama Traore? Plays I for still Wolves. don't know. <laughs> well, Adama Traore plays for Wolves, so would be in the other the other squad, mate. Because we had a little argument about. I mean, it. well, I say a little argument. I tried to make a case for him, and they shut me down. Oh, I think I probably so, wrote in the wrong one then. I was doing this just before we started recording. I would rather. So have everyone said Abamyang in this team, and everyone said Vardy. I'd rather have Son in this team than. But um, I also Kane. said Kane. You're a yeah, son. three people have said Kane. Only only George has not said Kane. I'd rather have Son over Kane. No, Son breaks ankles, so. <laughs> he can be perfect for the South to defeat the North. Best player. <laughs> and he cries like a baby. I mean, so Son is Spurs' best player at the moment, but Kane is the better player overall. Did miss an open goal against Liverpool, though. Son's better than Kane. I'm sorry to say it, because Son's a better player than Kane, and Vi's a better striker than Kane. Uh, than Kane. And you're wrong twice. Well, in not. three seconds. That's amazing. That's like a new Vi's record for you. 90 goals in the Premier League, considering he didn't start until he was 27. Right, and Kane has over 100 goals, and I'm pretty sure they've played the same amount of seasons. I'm sorry, but I, I'm I'm agreeing with Tottenham George on it on this one. Bamiyang Kane Vardy. There you go. Both. We have Vardy on a wing. Can't go into this. They're I'm all sorry. they're all strikers. Bamiyang drifts out to the left, so why can't Vardy? No, 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 because Bamiyang does actually play on the wing. Stri- Vardy doesn't play on the wing. No, but you can drift him out there. Yeah, but he's not going to play out there, is he? Jeremy's goal. Isn't... Do you remember his goal again? It might have been Liverpool, where he smashed it from. What thirty five odd forty yards out? I was on the right side. Uh, George, you've you've been outvoted, right? Three people have said a Bamiyang Vardy game. This is ridiculous. So, it the whole thing was that we vote, we voted. So that's it. That's the that's the team. Fine, I can see to it, but it's, it's the wrong team. Yeah, tough tits. <laughs> oh, everyone's gonna say everyone's gonna have an, an opinion. Like, not all of the players in the team are the team. The other players that I had on my list, but you know that was the whole point of this. So, you know, I mean, you've just been kind of helped by the fact that like, my right wingers were Yarmolenko and Bendia. But that's more because I was looking at it from just this season. Yarmolenko. Well, Yarmolenko this season's been quality. Yarmolenko's had like three goals, one one or two assists. So you were going to put Yarmolenko in, but you weren't going to put Kane in when Kane had double the amount of goals. Well, this season. Yeah, Kane's got six goals still this season in a team yeah, that is Kane playing awful. On the wing. Yeah, because Yarmolenko would have played on the wing, whereas Kane wouldn't. Yarmolenko's because... a big fat no. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 he wouldn't get in there because like, obviously we're doing this based on all time, not just this season. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking put Alan Shearer in there. I put Alan Shearer in there over Kane, and Alan Shearer has been retired for however, however many years. You can't say that. <laughs> I can. I just did. Wait, what did you say? I said I'd put um, Alan Shearer in there over Kane, and ha- Alan, Shearer, Alan Shearer has been retired for however many I'm years. Retired? Fucking hell. Yeah. 
<laughs> say it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I put fucking Solskjaer in there over Kane. I'll give off the fucking Man United bench. Or the Man United manager. I don't know. You're actually an idiot. I put Jermaine Defoe in there. Bring you're Defoe you're actually an idiot. No, you're... Like, those guys were... those. All the players that you've listed were fantastic <laughs> at, in their day, right? But none of them are as good as Harry Kane has been in the last three or four seasons. And you're just hating on him for the fact that you want to hate on him. So... No, get I'm over the fact factual. that he's been put in the team. We have Bobby Moore in there, and we'll move on to the yeah, next. Let's put Bobby there. <laughs> so the northern team consists of Dean Henderson, Aaron Wambasaka, Harry Maguire, Virgil Van Dijk, Lucas Digne, Ruben Neves, John McGinn, Kevin De Bruyne, Les Muet, Sergio Aguero, and Sadio Mane. And he's then the southern set. team is. Musset. Yeah, Musset, because he's French. Well, Musset? Like Haller, not Haller. Haller. Haller, not Haller. Like it's not Thierry Henry, is it? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you sound like you said Haller, not Haller. You definitely aspirated, didn't you? Aspirated. Slapped up. Kind of mathematic. And then we have... Tell us about that song. Lucas Fabianski... Hector Bellerin, says Azpilicueta, Lewis Dunk. What's fucking Van Arnold's first name? Van. Um, Patrick Van Arnold. Patrick Van Arnold, James Madison, Tangai on Dumbele, Kylo. Um, uh, Unco- oh, what's the fucking. Ungolo. Ungolo Kante, Pierre Emerick Abamian, <laughs> Jamie Vardy, and Harry Kane. Yes. Harry Was I to agree? Yes. Cool. Okay, so that was fun. I actually quite enjoyed that. We'll um, move on now to the Sheffield Wednesday. Oh. And obviously this is the part of the show where we look at Sheffield Wednesday and we try and teach Nile something about football. So as there was no podcast last week, uh, there are two games to discuss. So, uh, Niall? Yeah. Do you know what they are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, okay. All right, well, uh, we played Leeds, and it was 0-0. Uh, yep. It was indeed. And then we, we had a game recently where we uh, we lost to Blackburn 2-1. Yeah. Which I mean, it's the, a bit annoying because Leeds are second, so they're a much harder team. Yeah, whereas Blackburn are currently in sixteenth place. Yeah, exactly. Did you see the tweet that the Blackburn player um, put out afterwards? Go on, tell us. I think he was the um, guy who scored. I should know the name of because he was actually in my um, career mode um, with Oldham. Uh, um, okay. No, it's Ad- Adara. Yeah, Adara um, him. Bioyo, Bioyo. Yeah, Bioyo. Um, he um power tweet afterwards because I think he was given like a note just before he scored by the manager, and he power tweet saying, "Oh yeah, this is what the manager actually said." And on the um, he put a picture of a note saying, "Oh, if you score, I'll pay Fernandez later." Well, that's <laughs> a nice little magic trick. 
Well done. <laughs> magic dream. I thought that's what Thank the you. note was going to say. Your shit. <laughs> that is alright to be fair. Your your wife's died. <laughs> oh fucking hell! He's a Man City player, actually. Jesus, didn't realise this. Okay, so that those that result against Blackburn leaves Sheffield Wednesday in seventh place and just outside the playoffs. We'll and just blow Bristol City. Way Pick up the boys. Should we move on to the next section? Please. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll hope that Sheffield Wednesday can get back in because we want that trip to Wembley. So come on, come on, you Sheffield Wednesday. I reckon we should book tickets now and then even if they don't get in, we'll just go see it anyway. We'll, we'll see Swansea versus Leeds. <clears throat> are they, wait, okay, I, don't, I don't think the no, option's no. available to book them. But I say you won't be able to buy them yet. Yeah, they don't, I don't think they come available until it's confirmed who's in it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was the Sheffield Wednesday. We're now going to move on to our new segment, which is Ooh. called Get in the Bin. So uh, this segment, I'm going to let George explain it, tell you what it's about, and then, uh, yeah, over to you, George. Right. Basically, the Get in the Bin segment is a, is a weekly segment we're going to do where we take something in football, whether it be a person, an individual, an action, you know, stuff like that. We're going to take one of those and say why we don't like it and why it needs to get in the bin. Um, so for this week's one, I've decided to go with Roy King. <laughs> um, my reason why is because he's a fucking prick. Um, <laughs> but let's be honest. We've all we've all said before. I think to each other. I think we've all said to each other before how we don't like Roy King. Um, no, we didn't. Huh? No, we we don't like Roy King. We don't like Roy King. Um, he's up his own arse. Um, he always just goes on Sky Sports. They whip him out because you know they know he's going to say something stupid or controversial. Um. He'll say something like, oh, back in my day, if a player had done that tackle, like, like with a son tackle, I know we're going to come up to that later, but with, with a son tackle on Gomez, honestly, Roy Kim's in the Sky Sports studios, he would have said something along the lines of, when I was playing, if that happened, I would have got back up and kept uh, running. But no, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Don't chat shit. Um, uh, he's just, he, he just annoys me. He, just, he always just chats rubbish. Like, like, it's like with the um, Barkley quote the other week during the England game. And he was asked, oh, what would you do with Barkley in the England squad? He said he'd put him on the bench. Oh, no, he said he wouldn't, wouldn't even call him up. And then Barkley goes on to score a brace before half-time. Oh, well done, mate. You don't know very much about football, do you? He's yeah, a he's also one of... Go on. Go on, no, go on. Say your point. He's one of those pundits that... Um... Oh, it's a fucking... I'm just drawing a blank on the word. Basically, what I'm gonna say, what I'm trying to say, is that when he, like, when you're reviewing a team at the end, he um, always sort of, like, say it's Man United versus West Ham, right? He'll look at why West Ham, he'll look at why Man United did poorly rather than why oh, West yeah. Ham did well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like a Gary Neville. Yeah. In the sense, like, he'll if if. Like you get a few like like luckily like Jamie Carragher's not like that, but like like so like Gary Neville's like it. 
Uh, I really don't like Jamie Carragher either. I like Jamie <laughs> Carragher just because he is a bit more honest about it. Um, I like 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 you like like Vikings like Gary and everyone since like if if a team does badly, you're supposed to be the better team. It's just about how awful those players were. And it's never about how Given good no credit the weaker the, team were. To the other team. It's yeah. just a yeah. negative With, way of viewing it, really. Yeah, like it's, it's the same with Everton. If, like if Everton are West Ham gear result, it's always about how um, good. No, it's about how bad like Liverpool Brilliant. or Arsenal play that game. It'll never be you, you unless it's someone like Joe Cole who actually like, played for West Ham. You don't really get any like focus on it, um, which that also does annoy me. But he's, he's yeah, Roy Keane just you know he, he ended that guy's career. On purpose, um, Alf. I think it's Alf Inge, Holland, who's the dad of the guy who plays for Salzburg currently. Um, he literally like, snapped his leg just on purpose to, to end his career. All because I think like a couple games before, like a couple seasons before, he did a bad tackle on on Kane. And um, so because of that, he decided to end the man's career later on because he's a prick. Um, he's a failed manager. He did alright at Sunderland, and other than that, he's been piss poor. And he thinks he's entitled to giving his opinion on stuff, which he's not really, you know, that um, qualified to do. People actually forget Roy Keane. Actually, he wasn't that great of a football player. Like he was okay. Like, he was good enough to play for you know <laughs> a Man United team, but he was probably the worst player in that Man United squad. The only reason yeah. he was in there and he was captain was because he is just, he, he's that rock in terms of, he will kick you up the arse if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. He kept the team in line. That's the only reason he was there. Has he got an icon card on FIFA? Yeah, he has got, got an icon shit. card on FIFA. <laughs> shit icon card though. Because he's not that, yeah. he's not that well, great. It's like, you hear the stories of um people be like, I forgot who it is, but there's that story from that one former United player where he says about how like they were losing it to Middlesbrough. And at half time, they all went into the um. No, they they lost to Middlesbrough, and at the end of the game, they went down the tunnel, and Roy Keane said something to him about how shit they played. And he turned around, told Keane to fuck off, and then next thing you knew, he woke up on the floor. And I was like, yeah, that's what a proper captain does. And he's like, no, it's not. Why would you want your captain to knock you out because you've said something bad to him? Like I get, like I get, like you know, like if you get if you get a bit of a scrap because someone actually is like showing bad attitude. But like that's why I'm like last year at West Ham when um. Uh, Noble told Anatovic he needed to play better, but that's that's it. That's that's the player who's been playing badly, has, you know, squared up to the captain. That's different. In this case, it's the captain who's gone and battered one of the, one of his other players. And then then you'll get like all the old, you know, oh glad Brexit's happening. People like that's a proper captain. You don't get players like this, like this in football anymore. All bunch of overpaid tossers. Ugh. I think we can all agree that uh, <clears throat> Roy Keane definitely needs to get in the bin. Yeah. And there you have it. Roy Keane. He's our first person in the bin. Roy Keane's in the bin. And with that, we'll move on to the results for uh, this weekend and also uh, the Champions League games that have taken place. Well, for us, it's this evening, but uh, when this goes up, it should be yesterday so um we'll start with the early kickoff as our first result and uh it's bournemouth 
beating Manchester United 1-0 with a goal scored by Joshua King, which ended a goal, trout, goal drought which had lasted seven hours. Do you know the funny thing is? If Joshua King still played at United, he'd be their best forward. Oh, by a long shot. By a long shot. He's, 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 I know he's just had his goal drought, but he is still better than any of the, the play, any of the forwards that they have in that team. The next game um, is the, the other Manchester club of uh, Manchester City. They beat Southampton 2-1. Uh, they came from behind with uh, Ward-Prowse scoring first in the 13th minute. And then Cole Walker set up Aguero to get the equaliser before going on to score the winning goal himself. So I think that was, I think that might have been uh, Walker's first game of the season as well. Wow. Is that Jay? I think he's been injured. Oh, okay. So, but a very good, very good game for him. Another team that also won two one this weekend is Liverpool. Then they also came from 1-0 down to beat Aston Villa 2-1. Trezeguet really scored. Really annoying me they are. Yeah. Pardon? So they're really annoying me they are, Liverpool. But they, can't, they can't understand yeah. when they've lost a game. They were 1-0 down for the whole game until the bloody 87th minute. And then they go and score two within, what, six, seven minutes? Ridiculous. I was... Um, I was in Milton Keynes watching M- I was watching MK Dons and we were looking at the results uh, in about the 60th minute and my dad said, I bet you Liverpool go and score in like the 89th minute and then the fourth minute of stoppage time. And he was almost, I, like, he was almost correct. He almost had it. Yeah. I can't, I, it just, the, yeah, they can't, they won't lose. They won't just accept that they've lost the game. Um, say, that's big. That's big team mentality. That is. It's almost like we piss about all game, and then they're like, "Right, let's just win this last minute." Yeah, pretty much. I mean, without Mane, they would have lost that game. Obviously, Mane set up Robertson, and then went on to score the goal in stoppage time for himself. So, uh, yeah, I've said it pretty much. I think every single week that we've recorded, if Liverpool don't win it this year, it's, it's all on them. It's totally their like. They, this has to be. This is going to be their year. Don't. I can't see it going any other way. Chelsea this week also won 2-1. Uh, they beat Watford. Well, 2-1. Uh, um, Abraham scored in the first half. Pulisic carried on scoring. Second game in a row. And uh, Delefeu, uh scored a penalty in the 80th minute. Although I think the thing that everyone's talking about from this game is Ben, ben Foster. Foster he made so many fantastic saves. And then... In stoppage time, uh, wins a header from a free kick, and it was probably one of the. It's it's one of those go- It's one of those headers that you just expect to go in, uh, and it forced a fantastic save from Kepper, and then the game ended. So yeah, and then they <laughs> had a moment with each other afterwards, like you yeah, know, the goalkeepers. They went, thing. Yeah, they went and gave each other a hug. Um, I think Ben Foster said something after the game about how if he'd have scored that, he, he'd have just ended his career there and then. Like <laughs> he he was so like he's so close. A, a striker would have been happy with a header that good. So um, we'll stick with London clubs. So um, 
Arsenal, oh, no. and Wolves. Okay, good. So, um, <laughs> we'll come on to that team in a minute, George. Um, yeah. Arsenal and Wolves, one all. Aubameyang scored in the first half, and then Jimenez equalised in the second half. Um, we had a little discussion after that game in our group chat, and Reese, you said something quite controversial. Mm-hmm. Um... Let me just say congratulations, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. That was your 50th goal. Um, very impressed. Uh, he's been absolutely on fire for us since uh, since we signed him. Um, but we rely on him to way too much. We rely on him to win games. And that's not how you should be going into Premier League games. Just relying on that one player. <clears throat> yes, he's class, but the players around him currently just aren't good enough. But that's not just um, the players not performing. It's also manager selection. And every time I see the Arsenal lineup come out, I'm disagreeing with it every single time. Every single time. And when the manager selection seems okay, he goes and ruins it with his substitutions. Now, I was never a Wenger out ever. I I loved Arsene Wenger. I thought it was a brilliant manager. Um, yes, it was getting to a point where it was getting silly, and he did need to move on. But I was never, I was never adamant that he should, you know, leave the club or get, or get sacked. But with Unai Emery, I'm just not convinced. I haven't been really convinced from the start. Um, if we don't get top four this season, then I think that's it. You, you, you cannot be. Arsenal manager, you just can't. Personal opinion. Uno Emery out. I gotta go. Emery out. Okay. Like, like, like even in the um, I was gonna add on to that. Like even in the Liverpool game last weekend, uh, last week in the uh, League Cup, like you you put out quite a good side. Like you know, a good mixture of youth and senior. It was players. a mixture. It was a mixture. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad lineup at all. And it was a lineup that should have technically won the game. Well, I debate. I debate that we should have won that game. Um, but then I think it was sudden, a stronger lineup. Yeah, out, out of nowhere, you you weren't you were only like a goal up. You probably could have done with another goal, and then we takes off Özil. Yeah, yeah. And Özil well, was your best creative player on the, in the team. That that caused probably the biggest uproar because it was his, it was his first game. I think it might have been his first game back in the first team squad, um, even though it was a League Cup game, and he ran the show. Did did you did you see the little flick he had? They got to the byline and he he just flicked it back for um, I think it was Maitland Niles. It was sexual, pitch perfect, and he takes him off. So what are you doing? He's been the most creative player, and that one substitution probably cost us the game. So, tough week for Arsenal, losing to Liverpool in the Carabao Cup and then drawing to Wolves in the Premier League. And so, Reese is Emery out. Have you seen, um, speaking of the Cup, have you seen um, what's happening to Liverpool now? Because of the Cup? No. Yes. Was it, it crashed with the um, Club World Cup. Oh, did it? Yeah, so he has to play the um, Carabao Cup one day, then the next day he has to play the um, Club World Cup. Right, and um, I think I'm pretty sure the FA basically refused 
to move it around. Mm. Um, which means like within the space of twenty four hours, you have to play two different sides. Which I think I think like is ridiculous that they have to do that. That's, that's like FIFA. Like, we all complain on FIFA when you get like a game, and then a game straight afterwards. I mean, but who says that, that FIFA career mode is not realistic? I know it's, it's, it is ridiculous from um, mm. the FA. Like I feel like you should make like special considerations for certain teams, but I feel like if you're gonna do it, this should be the time to do it because like Liverpool are obviously representing the English teams in the Club World Cup. Should <laughs> so, you know, I give them a bit of like a helping hand? Give them like a couple of like days, you know, extra in between, rather than making it one day you play this game and one day you play the next game. Uh, only uh, remaining London club then from Saturday's game oh, no. is West Ham. Uh, oh. West, West Ham were... They lost 3-2 to Newcastle, um, conceding goals to Clark, Fernandez, and Shelby. They did uh, pull two back with uh, Balbuena and also yeah. our guy, Snodgrass. Oh, mate. Um, but it wasn't enough for them to to pick up a point. So, good result for Newcastle. Not so good for West Ham. Do you know what though? Like obviously after the game, I got I got very very irate in the chat. I thought you said drunk. Um, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I got I got very irate in the chat, saying you know Pellegrini out, Pellegrini out. Um, on reflection, um, I'm, st- I'm still annoyed by what by the this, the uh, decisions he made during the game. So like I said before the game, like he he decided to start Zabaleta, who's 34 and his legs aren't going. He he, cho- he chose to put him on the same side as that Anderson Maxman, who's one of the quickest wingers in the league. When we have Fredericks, he probably would give Maxman a run for his money in speed. Um, he did that, which get I, I didn't get. Money. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, and obviously results getting only getting two points our last six games against teams who are winnable. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like it's easy teams because no no game in the Premier League is easy, unless it's Watford at the moment. Um, like no no t- no game is easy, but it's winnable games. Um. But then I considering it, I was like, okay, fair enough. We've lost these games. Hopefully, like, the team put out their fingers now. Pellegrini's done a lot for the club. He's helped bring it forwards. Um, and I, like, I, was, I was thinking about Arjun. I was like, the only, the, only reason, the only way you get rid of Pellegrini is if you brought in a better manager. So the only reason I'd get rid of him is if you brought in a Mourinho. That, that You've is got the your only heart way. set on Mourinho, haven't you? Yeah. Because I, because I used to like Mourinho, you could probably win a trophy within like the season or two. He's there. I know, I know. Like, afterwards, it could fuck us, but it's like I'd rather like bring in someone like that, win a trophy, so like it sort of lifts the club a bit, and I mean, it makes it easier to sign better players. He's very short term, but yeah, he does he does get results. That's the that's the thing. And obviously, like when you when you're looking back, like what's the thing that people remember? They don't. Like you don't remember who, who like built a good team. 
you remember who won a trophy and so yeah Mourinho would get them I mean, we'd almost uh, if say if he was there for three years we'd almost certainly get to a cup final at some point quite quite probably um, yeah um but uh, I think oh, I think also like you saw where I was afterwards he, he, he shifted the squad around he put up a second striker up with Alaire and obviously then he scored the two goals so I feel like now doing that he sort of realised you know even though, even though, like half the fan base have realised he should be doing that from of, like weeks ago Hopefully he's now realised. Oh, yeah, I'm now going to like and like when we play Burnley this weekend, you'll play two strikers up top. But that's my reflection, at least. It's very insightful. Thank you very much. Um, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> another team that um, also scored three goals then this weekend was uh, Sheffield United. They beat Burnley three nil. Um, Two goals from Ludstrom and then uh, one from Fleck, all in the first half. Um, so another another good result for them. Another clean what sheet. A, what a team! What a team! Do you know what? Hot take, bit of a hot take. I think, as it stands, Sheffield could finish above Arsenal this season. No, it's not happening. It won't. They might finish above Spurs, but you know. Well, they'll finish above Spurs. They'll finish <laughs> above Spurs Arsenal. United. I don't. You, you have to remember between what fifth and seventeenth, there's only six points. It's really close. It is all really, really close because lots of teams that should be winning aren't winning. Like mm. you, on paper, you'd expect Burnley to win that game, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Should the Sheffield team have gotten results? Like, yeah, but given given the history of Burnley and how successful they've been in the Premier League over the last couple of seasons, and given that this is Sheffield United's first season, you'd expect Burnley to win that. But then I'd argue Sheffield have already got results against Chelsea, Everton, uh, West Ham and Arsenal this season. Yeah, they've done very well. And they've, uh, they've and they earned can, all of those results and they've deserved goals. all of them. They're, they're defying expectations. Honestly, I, I do think they could venture with Arsenal. Also because Arsenal will have a much larger um, set of games. They have, they'll have more games. Sheffield are Sheffield in the same sort of vein as Leicester. Like they don't need to worry about doing Europa League, Champions League football. I mean, I think Arsenal are still finishing <clears throat> the top four. So... For that to happen, that also means Sheffield United are going to get Champions League football next year. See, I don't mean to finish in top four. I think Chelsea finishes top four. Along oh, with... Along with Leicester, City and Liverpool. Okay. Leicester aren't dropping off, I don't think. I don't mean Leicester finishing outside top four this year. Sheffield United have the joint best defensive record in the league. Who's the other one that they're joint with? Leicester. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but we'll get to... their offensive record is probably one of the lowest in the league as well. But then you'd argue a one 0 victory to the victory. <clears throat> yeah, true. They've scored twelve goals in eleven games, which isn't that many compared to I Leicester, mean... who scored twenty seven. Yeah, but it's none of those the... came from the uh, Southampton result. That's I mean, it's it's the true. points that matter, not the goals that they score. So, oh, I mean, yeah. And oh yeah, true. Another team though that picked up three points this week, um, and three quite quite 
quite well needed points. Um, was our rem- from our remaining game fixture from Saturday uh, was Brighton. They beat Norwich two 0 Are they now um, better than Southampton? Yes. Um, I was, was going to say are they now the best um, South Coast team in the league, but that's Bournemouth. Yes, Bournemouth, but they're. They're um, above Palace, Man United, Tottenham, Wolves, West Ham, and Burnley. Even Everton. And Everton. Everton and you've still got Villa down there as well. So they're definitely doing. Considering how close they were to relegation last year, they're now inside the top ten. Well, so, obviously, like United, Tottenham, and Wolves, uh, Wolves and West Ham, are as close to the uh, relegation zone as they are to the top five. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's going to be a tense season. <laughs> I was it's so gonna... confident a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how it uh, it pans out. Um, we'll then move on to um, the Sunday the Sunday games. There's only two games. We'll start with um, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. So as you already mentioned, Leicester aren't dropping off. They picked up another victory. They win uh, 2-0. Goals from, and I, I'm going to pronounce this badly, uh, Sonyuk. Is that how it's pronounced? Uh, sag- oh, they're centre-back. Sionchu. Yeah, he is quality, yeah. Um, I watched him play last season when I went to watch uh, Leicester, and he was fantastic. I mean, I've, I've noticed that uh, a lot of the Leicester fans just call him Lord Farquhar because he looks, well... <laughs> like Lord Farquhar. Um, yeah. So, um, I think I'll just refer to him as that from now on. So, Lord Farquhar scored a goal, and uh, Jamie Vardy is now top Premier League goal scorer this season. He's going to be having a party this season. He's, He's going to be a fucking massive party. Uh, I, I honestly feel like you're seeing a shift. I know I said it earlier in the season, you're seeing the shift now, but I think between. Like the, like the um the the barriers between the top six, established top six, and the rest of the, the uh, league, is breaking down. Because I think it's Leicester because... are now establishing themselves as one of those top teams. It's because they have a good squad. Um, they play exciting good football, manager. and they have a good manager. And those teams like Tottenham and Arsenal, Man United, and. Even the the players that sort of Chelsea, were traditionally in that sort of like seventh to twelfth of like Wolves and West Ham, they're all they all need um, freshening up. Whereas Leicester's at that point where they're like they're almost like perfect. Like there's there's yeah. no there's nowhere where they really need improvements. They sort of have everything that they need. They have good fullbacks. They have good defensive midfielders. They have a decent goalkeeper. They have defend, good defensive midfielders. They have players in midfield that can also create. They have a good striker in Jamie Vardy. And then they also have pretty good uh, wingers as well. So they have everything that they need in order to be competitive within the Premier League. And it's all just well, clicking and coming together. I've seen a lot of people arguing the fact that this um, Leicester side is better than the side that won it. That won the yeah, title. Is. It really is. Um... I th- if they if they don't drop off like they did in the year that they won it, then they they could come close. Because I I mean I expect Man City to drop more points, and 
at some point, Liverpool will probably draw or lose a game. And at that point, they could find their way in a title battle. I think as well, it depends. Um, it, de- it depends what the result is this weekend. I think if they beat Arsenal, base guarantee top four. Yeah, quite. Again, it's not even. It's not even Christmas. Um, you can't. You can't define it off one game. I'm no, sorry. no. You, you can't say right. They're getting top yeah, four because they they beat an Arsenal. It's not even Christmas, mate. They no, played eleven games in the Premier League. Then you're nowhere near to the end. You can't start saying right. They're definitely going to get top four. However. However. That's by that point. However. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, but that, when you, you you'll be twelve games in, and it's almost a quarter of the season done. A quarter. Yeah, yeah. That's obviously the, the season will now start to shape up. The season oh, has shaped up now. Maybe, the league table no. shaped up. <sighs> other than <sighs> other than if someone also now nowhere, like does like you know like Leicester a couple, but the season they almost went down when they also now nowhere won like their last six games games. Unless one of these other teams goes on a run like that, the table will stay relatively like it is right now. You, you, a lot of the table teams obviously go up and down. They'll shift. But your bottom teams and your top teams, on the whole, tend to stick once you get to this point. Leicester aren't finishing mean, outside I, the top six. I do agree that the, the <clears throat> table at this point normally begins to take shape but this is such a topsy-turvy season that I think anybody at this point yeah, it's just all that, still to play for it's all it way is. so close yeah I'm not saying it was, it was say specifically as is but I'd say from 6th to 14th any of those teams can move around those teams from 15th to 20th will probably stay around the area unless, unless like a Villa and Everton start picking up like points out of nowhere and the top five will probably stay the top five. Not, not, not in that specific order, but those will be the top five clubs this season. Well, we'll, we'll see what the Premier League is looking like um, at the halfway stage, and we'll see if you still think, uh, well, what you're currently thinking. Uh, we'll move on to our uh, final Premier League game, and um, that was a clash between Everton and Tottenham. Ended in a one-all draw with a goal from Deli Alley. Finally scoring a goal this season and uh, shutting up all the haters. And then a goal from Tusson in the 90 plus 7th minute. <coughs> Can you say his name again? Tusson. 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 It's um, Tosin. Tosin, okay. And a goal by Tosin. Tosin? Yeah, Tosin. Toe. As Toe. in the um, body part. Sun. Tosun, okay. Close and enough, a goal yeah. by Tosun in the 90th plus 7th minute of extra time. Um, there was 12 minutes added on in that game. And that was for the... Well, there was two VAR decisions, two penalty shouts, both of which took way too long. Um, I mean, if it took as long as it did, then you just don't give it because it's clearly, it's not clear and obvious. So I don't know why they kept looking at the same thing over and over again. If you can't see it, you don't give it. Um, 
I actually think both of them were penalties, but that's fine. Um, was it to both clubs or was it? There was uh, one for Everton and one for Spurs. It was one for each team, so I guess it balanced out. Um, it was Son got taken down in the penalty box, um, and I, I think that's there why was, he got his revenge later. I think there was enough contact there for that to be a penalty. And then in the other box, uh, the ball hit Deli Ali's arm, um, and it definitely hit it. But I don't know. I'm not really sure why they didn't give it. If that makes sense, he was falling over and he was being clattered. But they spent like three minutes looking at it, and then they decided not to look at it. So that was that was two reasons that there was so much out of time. But the third one and the biggest reason is uh, Andre Gomez was uh, tackled in that game, and he ended up being stretched off after suffering a fractured dislocation to his right ankle. Um, that was that was Son's revenge for not getting the um, penalty shout. Yeah, and obviously, you know, horror tackle. Um, your boy, your boy, be out for about five or six months after that. And I mean, I can confirm the... that he um, underwent surgery on uh, Monday, and he was discharged uh, this morning. That's Tuesday for us. So yeah, but, yeah, but he was still still be out for about five or six months rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah, I know, like I when, know, he'll be out for a while. But I'm just fine. saying that everything everything has gone fine. He's he's well. Yeah. And I mean, it, it will be a massive career-changing injury. But that that will affect how he plays. But obviously, like around the uh, Daft offices, we had a um, we had we had mixed opinions on the uh, tackle because obviously today it was announced by the FA that they're overturning the red card that was awarded, which um, and, I think is the correct decision. And me and Reece don't. I I think it's I the reason that I think it's not it wasn't a red card and that it should have been overturned was a the referee had a yellow card in his hand until he saw what the tackle had done to Gomez and that's not how a foul should be determined b because it's no re- it's no different from a player in midfield breaking away and then then being taken out to try and slow down the play it's just uh, it's unfortunate that this one ended how it did. That was not his intention. He hasn't gone in studs up or anything. He is controlled and he has just hooked him with his foot. Um, it's not really the collision with Son that has caused the the break either. It's the collision um, where he's hit into Aurier. So the wrong, in my, in my mind, it's the wrong over. decision and the, the ref got it got it wrong. Um, see, my opinion on it was, I get, I get why it's been overturned, because obviously the ref shouldn't have shown a yellow and then changed it. Like, that'd be a lot fun, that'd be, that'd be I don't mind, because it's like, okay, it clearly was an issue what the ref did, so I, I can understand it being overturned. Um, but it, it is a red card offence. He went through the back of him, which, which if any other, I know you're giving an example. He hasn't gone another, through the back of him, he's gone round him. He's gone through the back of him. No, he, look, at the, from, look from at the video. Him, Look at the video. He's gone. He is tackling from behind, but he hasn't gone through the back of him. He's hooked him. His foot has gone round him. He's His not gone through the back up. of him. His studs aren't up. They are up. They're not up. At the end of the day, a studs up challenge tackle. would be where he's gone in with his studs. His studs have not made contact yeah, with Gomez. Studs no, his studs have not made contact with contact. him. They've gone up. At the end of the day, it's a dangerous tackle. 
if it wasn't a dangerous tackle, um, Gomez wouldn't have had his um, ankle snapped. He only snaps his ankle, though, as a result of his collision with Aurea. No, no, you can see on the footage, as Gomez, you can literally see on the footage, Gomez's foot falls funny before he's even made collision with Aurea. As he's falling over, you can see his ankle goes in like a bad position, and when he goes into Aurea, it makes it worse. So I'd argue he, he still would have been a snapped ankle regardless of if he'd gone into Aurea or not. I mean... It's you two, and then there's obviously you're arguing against me. Um, but I have like tweets here uh, in front of me. You obviously won't be able to see them. But basically, the tweets from Gary Lineker, who said that it's not a red card. Um, Ryan Mason, who we know had that career ending injury against Hull, even he said that it's not. Um, it wasn't against Hull, it was at Hull. It was when he was at Hull, yeah. Um, that's what I meant. But yeah, even he said that it's not a red card. Um, the, one, the one thing I'd say about that, though, is especially with Ryan, not so much Lineker, but Lineker is a Spurs man. He's a Leicester um, but supporter. I know he, yeah, but he still played for a big part of his career at Spurs. Which I know, obviously, he also played for Everton. But the, uh, the point I was going to make was Ryan Mason literally works for the club. Ryan Mason works for Spurs. He's not going to turn around and go, yes, you know, that's a red card. No, of course he's not, but he's someone that's been in a situation where he's been on the other end of a, a yeah, bad yeah, tackle. Yeah, but regardless, he's not going to say that <laughs> someone who works for his employer... He's <laughs> <coughs> not going to say that someone working for his employer did something that, you know, they've been banned for. Okay, well, I still disagree with you. It's been overturned. Son's now available for his next three fixtures against Sheffield United, which I'm actually going to see. And then also oh, West, Ham, West Ham, which will be interesting. Oh, that would and be fucking... Bournemouth. I'm going to be even more annoyed now if um. Now, to be fair, actually, I don't care that he's, he's had it overturned. That'd be I'm okay with because obviously I've on the footage, the referee clearly changed his mind. It's just it's more the fact that like, it is a red card. Apparently, it was VAR as well. And they said it was a red card. And they said it was a red card. And now it's been overturned. So that just makes VAR and my, uh, Michael Atkinson look like an idiot. No, it makes Michael Atkinson look like an idiot, not VAR. So VAR well, agrees with us. Whoever, whoever, was in, whoever was in the VAR office, uh, or whoever, <laughs> like whoever was controlling VAR, obviously made the decision to make it a red card. Ultimately, it's cost Spurs two points. Um, Good. And there's nothing... It's a red card... It's not a red card, though. It's now been overturned, so therefore it was the wrong decision. <clears throat> so Spurs should have had all 11 people on the pitch. Off crying. Pardon? They need to overturn it because all the, the uh, media that Song got, which that's actually disgusting, I won't lie. It's disgusting the fact that the media only shared stuff about um, Son having to go to like, get mental health counselling and all this, which is obviously is bad. But all I saw over social media afterwards and in like on like, the BBC and Sky Sports was the Son side of it. There was nothing really about the effects of that on Gomez. Mm. Well, that's Which because that is, that is they awful. didn't know a lot that about the Gomez stuff. It's because, A, no, they didn't know en- enough about the Gomez incident because they kept it pretty much behind wraps. And everything that you do know is from club statements, okay? No one's actually come out and said anything. You could, you could right? see his ankle snapping half. You know exactly what happened to him. 
Yeah, but no one no one has come out and said anything else. That's the point. They kept it uh, fairly quiet. Yeah, you know what's happened. I don't get me wrong, I get, I get like obviously like it's because It's Spurs, because Son's not Spurs actually a bad guy and he didn't mean to injure him, did he? He just meant to slow down the play, he didn't mean to hurt him. Son's not the sort tackle? of person that would go out and try and he's not Roy Keane, he's not gonna try and end someone's career. It was a I tackle. Don't you don't know. You don't know him personally. Well, no, no. To be fair, you, you know, can tell you, he wouldn't. If you know, you know him from public perception. You can tell he isn't, but you can tell a lot of it is just Spurs trying to cover their back, like with all the stuff like Deli Ali going. Oh, someone went into the changing rooms, crying his eyes out. He was absolutely devastated. Like um, Spurs know they're in the wrong in this situation. There's no choice oh, about it. Their of course they feel bad. Some, man, some man's ankle has been dislocated and fractured. Did, do you think I heard mention about the Everton side? Whereas I saw one person mention about how Tosin reacted and like Tosin went over to consult Son. Went over to make sure Gomez was alright. Like, Tosin was quite alright about it and apparently they said something about how um, Coleman came into the uh, Spurs changing room to consult um, Son as well. That's all yeah, I've seen on the Everton side of it. Whereas all everything else I've seen is stuff about Spurs. Alright, so we'll move on from that argument. Um, we'll leave it as a, we'll agree to disagree, and we'll uh, look at this evening where there has been uh, it's the first half of the Champions League matches for uh, game week four, and there have been a lot of teams that have come with, uh, come from behind to win this evening or uh, get a result. Um, so the first one and the big one is uh, Chelsea versus Ajax, which ended four all. There game was of the season so far. It is game of the season so far. Um, there were two own goals uh, that Chelsea scored uh, for Abraham and and Kepper, um, and then also Chelsea scored two penalties uh, with Jorginho. There were also goals from Azpilicueta and Reese James. And on the Ajax side, Quincy Promes and uh, Van der Beek. But there were also two red cards. Blind got sent off for a second yellow. Um, the play carried on before giving the red card. And uh, Veltman then gave away a penalty, which was an accidental handball. And he got a second yellow for it. Penalty given, which was the second Jorginho goal. And Ajax lost both of their centre-backs within the space of a minute. There was also a disallowed Chelsea goal. I think. Uh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, it was that's for the crater as well, wasn't ball. it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a clear handball. Was... I, I mean, they gave the red card and the penalty for the, the same thing for Veltman for, to get Jorginho's goal. So it was only fair that that was also disallowed. But I think both were wrong. Um, Napoli also came from behind to get a point. Uh, they drew... One all with uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Um, Hallen, who we mentioned earlier, his son scored from the penalty spot, and Lozano equalised for them. He's now um, got the record for most goals yeah. by a teenager in the Champions League. He surpassed the Bappe season a couple years ago. That's an interesting statistic. That's a nice record to have. Um, and that's just that's just in the group stage. Meanwhile, Mbappe did this group stage, and. Um, knockout stages. It's a fun fact. So future future star in the making. Um, Borussia Dortmund also came from behind, um, but unlike the previous two teams, they managed to pick up all three points. 
Um, Inter Milan took the lead with goals from Martinez. He's having a fantastic season in the uh, Syria, and then uh, also a goal by Vecino. But in the second half, Hakim picked up two goals, and Julian Brandt got a goal to mend that uh, Borussia Dortmund win three two. That's magazine. Hakimi is a fullback. Yeah, he's uh, he's playing left back at the moment, I think. So yeah, that is mad. But you know, goals a goal. And results for results, so it's good for Bristol Dortmund. Um, the last team to come from a losing position this evening was Valencia. Um, Lille took the lead uh, with Osserman scoring in the 25th minute, uh, and then Valencia scored four goals in the second half. Parejo, Condogbia, Torres, and there was also an own goal. Um, a French team that had a much better evening was Lyon. They won 3-1 against Benfica with goals from uh, Anderson, Depay and uh, Traore. Uh, Benfica's goal was scored by Seferovic. 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 Pardon? <laughs> I'll say it for you in the podcast. It's um, Seferovic. Uh, okay. And Benfica's goal was scored by... Seferovic. Thank you, George, because I cannot say that. We mentioned the uh, Austrian Red Bull team a minute ago. As they picked up a draw, the German Red Bull team, however, managed to have a much better evening. Um, Re- Leipzig, RB uh, Leipzig, yeah, RB Leipzig scored two goals against Zenit St. Petersburg, uh, one for Demi and one by Sabitza, um for them to pick up all three points. And then Liverpool also scored two goals uh, to beat Genk. 2-1 with goals from Wijnaldum and Oxlade-Chamberlain. Gink's goal was scored by Samata. Do you know what? Just saying. The Ox is back. Bang against yeah. Arsenal last week. Goal again this week. He looked good against MK Dons when I went to watch them. So, you know. Yeah, maybe he is. <laughs> maybe he is actually back. Um, the final game then is Barcelona versus Slavia Praga. That ended 0-0. Um, Barcelona haven't really been having a good time recently uh they lost at the weekend 3-1 to Levente um after being 1-0 up Messi scored in that game but then uh, Levente had goals scored all in the 60th minute by Capana, Maori and Rajoa um so that's a disappointing weekend for Barcelona another fun fact I'm pretty sure Levante won all three of their games they played against Barcelona since they came up last season Oh, so Barcelona have a bogey team. Yeah, in the form of Levante, which I don't know, I don't know where they are in Spain. I don't know if it's like nearby. They're from Valencia. Oh, okay. So, I guess a, a major city, but yeah, not. Yeah. No, not really that local. No. Uh, the other big team that has had a difficult weekend that I think should be mentioned uh, is Bayern Munich Bayern Munich lost 5-1 to Frankfurt um, Frankfurt had goals by Kostic and Sal um, Abraham Hintegera and Placina um, Bayern Munich did get one goal with Lewandowski but I think the big reason that they suffered so poorly was that uh, Boateng got sent off in the ninth minute and given that he was one of the best defenders in the world at one point, he has had a uh, bit of a decline. It's all since the uh, 2018 World Cup. 
pretty much. Yeah, he had an awful, awful World Cup, and now he's um, just been playing poorly in uh, in Germany. And uh, I mean, sort of as a result of this sort of like bad run of games, it's led to their manager, uh, Nico Kovac, who we did mention earlier. Despite him Kovac. only losing two games this entire season, he has uh, he's been sacked. Well, he he left. He left on mutual consent. Yeah. Quotation marks, which basically implies the um, club basically told him to leave and didn't really give him much. Yeah, pretty choice, much. But he didn't want to pay out his um, sacking fees. I mean, I don't want to dive into too much detail on this, but it, it does make you wonder how the likes of Solskjaer... Pochettino and uh, Marco Silva still got their jobs when he's only lost two games. Yeah, he won a double with them last season. And he won a double with them last season. So, uh, yeah. It's big, it, club, it's, it's big club mentality. That's, that's exactly that. it. They they don't want to finish in second place. They want to win everything that they can. So, Right at the moment, they're in fourth. And um, four points behind uh and Gladbach. In first. Yeah, they, they're definitely with a uh, shout. Um, Bar Munich have appointed assistant manager Hans Dietrich Flick as their interim manager. Um, so his first game is on Wednesday, and that's against uh, Bar Munich, uh, mm-hmm. and that's in the Champions League yeah, at the uh, against Olympiakos. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> I fucking realise what I, I said. Think, I think the front runs are supposed to be Mourinho. And I think that's it. Mourinho's the front runner, although it's also been spoken it could be your your kind. What's his name? Your Pinks, who's the guy who was manager last year. He's the guy who won them the treble. I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, I know. Basically, they, manager, he comes back. They approached the PSG manager, but he said no. And apparently, they're looking at Wenger as well. Um, but I don't yeah, know how that, likely. That would be tasty, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rate that. Imagine after losing all those times to uh, Bayern. <laughs> to go to um, his mortal enemies. <laughs> I mean, I reckon he'd do bits. He'd do bits at Munich. But yeah, they've got Olympiakos in the, the Champions League on Wednesday. So they'd have probably already played this game by the time you, you hear this. And then um, the other earlier kickoff is Lokomotiv Moscow versus Juventus. Um, and then also playing uh, is PSG versus Club Bruges, Real Madrid versus Galatasaray, uh, Red Star Belgrave are playing Spurs, Atlanta are playing Man City, Dynamo Zagreb are playing Shakhtar Donetsk, Bayer Leverkusen are playing Atletico Madrid. And uh, we'll discuss all of the results from these games and the Europa League matches in uh, next week's podcast. Wasn't there some game that was like 8-0 this week? Oh, you're thinking of um, the uh, RB Leipzig game, aren't you? I think. Probably. But Yeah, I think they won like 8-0. Yeah, yeah, it was um, 8-0 against Mines. Um, Werner got a hat-trick. Um, it's not quite the same as the uh, Leicester-Southampton result, but uh, <laughs> definitely one of the uh, results of the uh, season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll move on to our final section, which is our Daft Fantasy League. Finally. Wait, why are the lads? The lad being me. There's, for the first time in quite a, quite a few weeks, there's been a change at the top. Niall, after scoring 56 points this week, is now two points ahead of myself. And he now takes the lead. The natural order of things is restored. <laughs> 
Yes, sure, something like that. It's just I mean, strange because like how obviously bad anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I'm like the worst at football in general. But apparently, yeah, you're the best manager. Yeah, no, maybe maybe that's it. George, maybe it's just statistics. Um, I won't lie. I've literally just made my sub. <laughs> just you, just you two are talking. I made my sub I this mean, week, or transfer rather. And that is. Um, I took out David Silver because he's injured. Um, and I put in James Madison. Sounds like a a good choice. I um. Hadn't made a uh, substitution since game week three because I've been in the lead, so I didn't really have a reason to make any changes. So I'd stacked up on those uh, free transfers. Well, obviously, it capped at two. Uh, and so I've now taken out Richarlison and Van Dyke, and I've put Dingy in, so I've still got my Everton player, and I picked Tielemans instead. Because he's scored as many points mm. as James Madison. Uh, which now means I have some money left over as well. I have about two mil to, to play with. So that's, that's what I've done this week. I won't lie. My team slapped this week. I got uh, 65 points. Um, I got most of my points from my defence and back. And uh, my defence and front line. Because Henderson got six points. Robertson didn't gain. Alexander-Arnold got nine, six and seven points. Uh, Bamiyan got eight points. Abraham got twelve points, and Vardy got twelve points. So, um, my uh, my team slapped to give me sixty five points this week. Yeah, it's been a good week for you. And then uh, uh, Reese remains in fourth. Ryan in fifth, and then Ebbe is still still last. So, based on the last, yeah, that's true. You're third last. Top four, so <laughs> you know Champions League football right there. So my team did best, second, second best this week, right? Which um, after George, because of Abraham, Madison, Dinier, Alexander Arnold, and Robertson all did pretty well. Who didn't do very well though was um, De Bruyne, who I've just bought as my captain. And managed to double, which means that he got double my uh, two points, which is nice. Four points. I always get worried using them city players. That's why I'm taking Silver out because you never know if they're going to play or not. Uh huh. Well, Silver's like, now I... injured, so that's good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we say this every podcast, but literally, like, you'll get one week where Sterling gets a hat trick, and the next week he's not being played. So just just to show how badly I'm doing, um, my the, the company that I work for currently, um, we open up a public uh, fantasy league, and there's 95 people in that fantasy league. Guess where I am? How many people are in it? 95. 95. 93rd. <laughs> 70th. I'll yeah. say 90th. Okay. Um, West Ham George is the closest. Is it 89th or 91st? It's 91st. I'm 91st. I was pretty close, 95. but 93. Yeah. That's pretty bad, though. That is very bad. And apparently, according to this, I've been going up. So I, could, I was lower than that before. <laughs> but, I, mean, I mean, if you want some perspective on like on how we are, 
Um, in the um, in one of the other leagues I'm in, which is uh, with a bunch of like family friends, um, I'm currently thirteenth out of eighteen in that league. Um, and now obviously you've got the most, you've got the most points in our league, haven't you? Which is five six three. Yep. You would only be fifth oh, in this right. league. Okay. Right. And George, you got five sixty, haven't you? Five six one. Remember that one. Oh, so you'd be, to be fair, no would be fifth, and you'd be sixth. That's not too bad. Oh, well, that's notes. Yeah, we'll end. We'll end uh, the, the fantasy league section there, and that also means that it brings to a close uh, this week's podcast. So, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, make sure you check out our Instagram page if you haven't already. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook, so make sure you check us out on there. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, um, which uh, we upload short discussions on. Uh, I think we have one about VAR coming up shortly. Um, that's it also where we're going to be uploading a game of FIFA between the North and South team that we have built today. And we're going to see which one can win. We just need to decide uh, which of the four of us are going on uh, which team. Because uh, the problem is, apart from Niall, we're all born in the same place. And that's the South. So one of us has to change sides and represent the North for, for one game of FIFA. So I think it's a um, game of rock, paper, scissors for that. Or, you know, flip a coin. We'll... Uh, We'll, we'll work that one out and uh, yeah, we'll play the game on there. So make sure you check that out and hopefully you enjoy that. Um, I think that's everything. I think that's all my housekeeping done. So um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've been George. I've been joined by George. Thank you for having me. Uh, I've also been joined by Reese. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, 369 million, 273,600 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Since I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. You do right at the end. I'm sure if you'd remember that. I've also 102,576 been... hours or 4,274 days. Thank you very much for that, Reese. Remind me not to invite you back next week. You're welcome. We've also been joined by Niall. Bye. Thanks for that. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Clap, clap, Bye. clap, 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 sync or audio. Three. Two. No, do it do, do it on go <laughs> you missed out he did it he did oh. it <laughs>